Hello there and welcome to another edition of Central Indiana Today. I am so glad you're here. Why? Because we're going to be talking with Tom Downard again about any updates concerning Hendricks County Rib Fest. Tom Downard being the executive director of the Avon Chamber of Commerce. We'll be talking with him first and we'll be talking with Laura Helmick. She is the director at Washington Township Parks and Recreation Department concerning the new Murphy Aquatic Park. A beautiful facility that has uh, just opened within the last week or so. And uh, we'll also be going back in time. I'm going to uh, pick out some highlights of my interview with the late Maggie Peterson, who played Charlene Darling on the Andy Griffith Show. She recently passed away, so um, we'll play some highlights from that interview from a few years back. And I'll also be talking with Cam Scoble, exit interview, if you will. He is, uh, has been our high school intern, and uh, he's leaving us, so we'll see what's in his future. So stay right here. I'll be back in just a, about a minute for Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. Central Indiana Today. Shane Ray talks with the newsmakers in and around Hendricks County. And now your host, Shane Ray. Shane Ray talking with Tom Downard of the Avon Chamber of Commerce at the Murphy Aquatic Park. I believe that's the right way to say it, right? That is correct. We'll go with that anyway. Uh, we are talking, this is brand new, and we had our chamber luncheon. This is the, for the folks listening at home, uh, this is the actual Tuesday before a Memorial Day weekend, and uh, we had uh, the big luncheon out here. I think we do that about this time every year. We're at some place outside. It's always nice, and so uh, we'll get to that in just a second. How is Tom? Tom's doing well. <laughs> Tom's doing well. We, we we did pick a beautiful day here to be here. It's the weather is is wonderful, and I just hope this is uh, going to be the sign of times for this coming uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we. Uh, what I was saying earlier was this is the the new new aquatic park at um, at the Avon Washington Township, and um, we had uh, a great luncheon as we always do. And I want it noted since you're here and you're a witness, we had Smoky Bones as our caterer today. New business, returning business in Avon. Not one drop of barbecue sauce on this solid white. WYRZ shirt. Yeah, you uh, didn't dress appropriately for that, but I, I'm proud of you. You did well. You I'll did just well. want my wife to hear this. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about, uh, speaking of uh, Smoky Bones, which uh, always serves a great barbecue today, or always serves great barbecue they did today. Um, they are probably going to be involved with uh, Rib Fest, right? Yeah, we are uh, ongoing talks with them. You know, they're a, a national uh, corporation or national company, and so that you got to go through some some chains there of chains of command. But um, it it is leaning that way, and we would love to have them. They've been tremendous to us in the in a few months that they've been back. They've been great supporters of the the Avon Chamber of Commerce, and so we're looking forward to. Uh, to letting them experience what uh, mm-hmm. what the day of Ribfest is all about, and I point that out because I believe the last time we talked at Ribfest, which is coming up June twenty fifth, twenty fifth, and of course we'll be there doing a live remote that afternoon. But uh, last time we talked, you said uh, not only do we have uh, local uh, barbecue places, we got them out of state. 
Yeah, there's there, there's some returning ven- vendors come from Illinois, from Oklahoma, um, that just love the event and, and want to come back each year. And, you know, typically they're the first ones to call and say, hey, what's the date? Yeah. And uh, can we get in right now? And, and those kinds of things. Um, you know, as we approach... Uh, Memorial Day weekend and the Indy 500, we all talk about all those traditions Mm -hmm. that go on and take place there. I think that uh, to a certain degree, the... um as a drone flies over our head right now. <laughs> they got twin-engine um, mosquitoes out here. <laughs> but uh, to a certain degree, I think that's what RibFest is becoming for, for our community. You know, last year we switched locations and uh, certainly learned some things from doing that. Uh, well, last year was not perfect. Um, but I think this year's game plan is, is spot on, and, uh, and we're looking forward to bringing it back to the community. Yeah. Uh, as it becomes a, a tradition, uh, that course with traditions come changes, usually, preferably, for the positive. One thing is more time to get ribs and or barbecue or anything out there this year. You bet. You bet. If you're a runner or a walker or a family walker and you want to start out uh, early in the morning, we have a 5K, what we call rib run, mm-hmm. and um, it starts around 8.30 in the morning. But as far as the facility and all of that, if you're not a runner, it starts at 10 o'clock. And um, as you know, in the past, it was always starting at 4 o'clock right. and went till fireworks, which ended around a little after 10 or dusk. And um, this year, uh, because of the huge crowds that we've had, we thought it make, might make some sense to spread it out throughout the course of the day. So we're going to start at 10 a.m. on June 25th. And, uh, you know, so we can get some folks that come out for lunch, maybe, as, as opposed to waiting for dinner and and enjoy. We'll have all the same activities and festivities and those kinds of things. We are just going to start a little bit earlier. Okay, sounds good. Now we want to remind everyone that's uh, what's the date again? June 25th. And if the folks want to stay up on everything that gets that's going on and is new or whatever, there's an app they can get as well, right? There's an app that they can get. Uh, it's through our chambers called the Growth Zone app. Um, but you can find out all kinds of information. The easiest way to start that process, Shane, probably is to go to our website, avonchamber.org. Uh, we'll have pages on there that are specific to the RibFest, and uh, we'll have some information, and we'll continue to update it as we get closer and closer to the event. Okay, sounds good. And, of course, like I said, WYRZ will be there, and uh, we'll be there all the way up to fireworks, playing our patriotic music, as we always do. And, uh, of course, Tom will come over. Uh, it'll be tough. I have to catch you in between <laughs> runs when the, on the day of the event. But uh, we'll get a couple of minutes with you then, along with other guests who come up. So it is R- Hendricks County Rib Fest. And uh, we'll be uh, reminding everyone everything about uh, Hendricks County Rib Fest as we get closer to the date. In the meantime, if folks have more informa- uh, want more information about it, about the Avon Chamber, what do they need to do? Go to the website, which all of us do nowadays, or just Google avonchamber.org. Avonchamber.org is our website, um, and all the information, not only about the RibFest, but certainly about all the great things that we do in our community are on that website. Um, and I'd kind of like to end, Shane, with, you know, we talk of traditions and, and those types of things, and and you know, you and your station has become part of that tradition. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate that greatly, all the great things that you do, not only for the Rib Fest on the day of, but just throughout the community in general. Well, I certainly appreciate that. We're very proud members of the Avon Chamber of Commerce. And I want to remind everyone, when you're listening to all the greatest hits of all time, it's through the Avon Chamber 
Music Machine. And uh, we appreciate uh, Avon Chamber of Commerce uh, being a, a naming rights sponsor. So, uh, And we encourage everyone to be a member of the Avon Chamber of Commerce. You don't have to just live in Avon. They'll take you from anywhere, for one thing, and you don't have to be a business either. That's correct. We do have um, individual membership, certainly nonprofit members, and then, of course, business members. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great way to uh, give back to your community. All right, Tom Downard of the Avon Chamber of Commerce, Executive Director. Thanks for uh, talking with us today. As always, Shane, thank you. Shane Reed talking with Laura Helmick. She is the director at Washington Township Parks and Recreation Department. Did I say that right? You did. Excellent. That doesn't happen with me very often. (laughs) (laughs) Now, as of this broadcast, uh, we've just had the uh, Yvonne Chamber luncheon out at the Murphy Aquatic Park. Mm -hmm. Is that Yes. Uh Okay. Saying that right. I'll have to say, and I was saying to lots of the Yvonne Chamber members before we started, uh, it's just... It's beautiful out here. You, it's a great spot. And, uh, of course, right now, no one's been here, so everything's nice and clean. And right, right. <laughs> but um, uh, as now that uh, this is being broadcast after the ribbon cutting and things like that, have high expectations? I do. I do. I, I'm, we're very excited here in the department to be able to bring this to the community. Um, it, it's something that not a lot of people have the opportunity to be a part of. Um, also something important to us is the inclusive features that are included here. Mm-hmm. It, it's really been a goal of our department to be able to provide diverse opportunities for people to use their recreation and to spend their leisure services. And so we're excited to be able to provide a facility to our county and our community that really is an inclusive facility that everyone can come to. All right. We'll talk about that in just a second, but we, I do want to go back a little and say, where where did all of this begin? Um, so it actually began uh, now, almost five years ago, uh, early 2018. Uh, the assistant director, Stephanie, she came to me and she said, you know, I want to build a pool. Let's build it down here in the lower half of the park. Let's open it up. And, you know, I initially I told her she was crazy. Yeah. Um, but you know, as we talked about it more, we, we dove into it. It it was, a we really wanted to explore the option a little bit more. So we went to the trustee, we told him what our plan was and he said, create a business plan and then come back to me. So we really spent that whole next summer, what I like to refer to as market research, but we really just swam at a lot of different pools. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we talked to the aquatics directors, we talked to the different park directors and really dove into Uh, What we wanted to provide as a pool, learning from their mistakes, learning from their successes. And um, that's how we came up with kind of the features that you see here today. All right. Uh, You took everyone uh, uh, that was here today for the chamber luncheon on a uh, private tour, Mm -hmm. if you will. And we saw a lot of things in the background and how things run. Fascinating to someone who's never seen that kind of stuff before. But uh, like you were saying earlier, very inclusive. One thing, uh, chamber member Nick pointed out is you got lots of safety equipment here right yes um we really wanted to focus on the safety aspect uh, especially because we are inviting people with different abilities mm-hmm. um, so we wanted to make sure we had ample supply of everything the backboards our hooks our buoys uh, we, we will also have 14 lifeguards on deck at a time each pool has a different set of lifeguards 
Um, and then we're also right now we provide swim lessons, which is another safety aspect. But our aquatics director is um, going through training right now to be able to provide swim lessons for those with special needs and abilities as well. And speaking of the special needs, one of the things you showed us on the tour was, um, uh, I guess you would call it wheelchair accessible type uh, or uh, maybe you do better explaining that. <laughs> there are water wheelchairs. Thank uh, you. We're really excited about them. They were donated to us by an anonymous donor. They're really great. Uh, you can actually strap right into them. They are child and adult friendly. And then uh, it will require an aid. So the aid can help you into the water, pull you around, and you can wheel right into the water. Each pool access is a zero depth entry. Uh, so you'll be able to, anyone really will be able to use these water wheelchairs. Right now we have two of them. We would like to get more of them so that more people can use these. Uh, but for now, we have two of them that are open to the community, free to use for anyone who needs them. Okay. And uh, oh, one other thing that I, I noticed that uh, you're partnering with uh, some of the local businesses when it comes to the snack bar and other things, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, so we are partnering with Pizzaville. Uh, Pizzaville is right down the road from us, and they are great to work with. We're also partnering with Cabin Coffee, uh, my personal favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we are also partnering with Chick-fil-A to be able to serve their great cuisines at our Compass Cafe. Excellent. Now, uh, there are lots of things that, unfortunately, we just don't have time to go over <laughs> all the great stuff that you do offer here. Um, but if folks want more information, mm -hmm. is there a Facebook page, website? Yes, what do they need uh, to do? They can visit our website at www.washington twpparks.com and um, you can also visit our website or our Facebook page. It's Murphy Aquatic Park and you can like us and that's where we give kind of the quickest updates for the different programming and the different things that we have going on. And one thing we didn't mention, what's the actual physical address? Uh, the, you're going to trip me up on this one. The physical address is 753 South County Road 625 East Avon, Indiana across from the AJAA ball fields. And you took care of that <laughs> way before I did. Okay, excellent. It's the south and the east that gets me every time. Yeah. I always mix them up. Yeah, and it was, uh, I mean, it's just, I don't know how other to describe it than you're kind of isolated, but at the yes. same time, you're mm -hmm. still right in, yeah. right in town. My favorite part is if you were by the wave pool and you close your eyes, you kind of a little bit feel like the beach. I almost feel like oh, we yeah. need seagulls over the speakers or something, so you could really <laughs> get the feel of it. You could just close your eyes. All right, Laura Helmick, she is the director at uh, Washington Township Parks and Recreation Department. Did we cover everything? I think so. I just want to mention real quick, we will have our all-inclusive playground that is opening up this oh, yeah. fall. Um, that will be a great feature. Again, it includes that inclusivity and accessibility that we desperately need as a community. And then we also have our future plans for this park as well. Uh, the future plans for this park include a community center and then also an expansion to the pool, an expansion to our recreation pond. And you can find all of that information on our website. Well, uh, I can guarantee you, if you can find the time to talk with us, we'll be staying up to date on all of that stuff as it happens. That sounds great. Laura, thanks for being our guest today. Thank you. We want to thank Tom and Laura for being our guest this week on Central Indiana Today and the Washington Township Parks and Recreation Department is our nonprofit spotlight this week. And that spotlight is underwritten by the Republican newspaper.
Finding out what your town council, school board, or county commissioners are up to can be accomplished with the Republican newspaper in Danville. Started in 1847, they've been providing local news, sports, features, and more. Subscribing to the paper is possible by calling 317-745-2777, and they can be followed on Facebook by searching for The Republican. As many of you know, WYRZ is a teaching school. We are a nonprofit, and we get an intern in as often as possible. And uh, the intern that we had most recently was Cam Scoble. And um, he graduated and has left us now. And I did an exit interview with him, if you will, talking about what he plans to do as he is leaving us at WYRZ. A familiar voice one more time here on WYRZ. It's Cam Scoble, who is our guest of the show. And uh, he's been doing a lot of things since uh, January, I believe. Think so. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, he's our intern. One thing I wanted to point out to, to all the listeners was um, that Cam was the first uh, intern, high school intern that we've had here at the radio station that did not go to Brownsburg High School. Remind everyone where you went. Lebanon. Lebanon High School. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, your senior. Yes. Graduating. Yes. You are graduating, right? Uh, at this moment, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do anything stupid between now and... I only have like then, a week left. I should be good. Should be good. Excellent. Uh, now, you came here as a, as a high school intern. You were interested in uh, not necessarily radio, but just communication in general, right? Yes. Uh, what made you um, think that, uh, well, or even just get interested in communications? Well, <laughs> like... Uh, I like to talk. Yeah. So, I mean, that helps. Yeah. And Definitely a plus if you're going to yeah. be in communications. And we were looking for majors that would, like, fit me, I guess. And me and my mom were anyways. And she goes, Matt, and she t- told me about mass communications at the college I'll be attending. And I was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. And then with this internship thing, first semester I was a teacher. I mean, it was okay. Because mm-hmm. my mom was a teacher. I was a gym teacher. I didn't do much. <laughs> but... And so I wanted to try it here, see if I liked it, see if I still wanted to go into the mass communications realm of if I wanted to be, if that still wanted to be my major. Yeah. So we didn't squash that, did we? We, No. (laughs) No, this has actually been pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. Okay. It's been pretty fun. Well, good. And that was one of the questions I was going to ask was, have you enjoyed yourself and and, uh, did you learn anything? Uh, yeah, I think the worst part was definitely doing the sign. My fi- especially when it was cold out, my fingers got really cold. Yeah, it was hard. It wasn't hard, it was, and my brain could not comprehend what what numbers or letters I needed. Your brain started freezing. It was yes, along with my hands. Says yes. So, uh, for the folks uh, listening, we have a sign. If you're in Brownsburg, you know what we're talking about out here on uh, Green Street, and uh, if you're coming from the north headed south uh that's our side and we have uh usually messages about the radio station and uh one of the intern's job is to go out there and change those letters now and then and sometimes it's blistering hot sometimes it's so cold you you don't even get finished before you have to stop and take a break and warm up and go at it again but uh so that was probably the worst part what did you enjoy most was it your show? Uh, was it? I think uh, my show was pretty fun. I didn't realize I'd even be on the air. I thought I'd just be doing 
bringing you coffee and whatnot you know normal <laughs> intern things yeah so that was that was pretty cool and then just like recording stuff as well i mean recording my show recording psas yeah i think other things as well well i mean sometimes you sat uh, uh running sound yeah. whenever i would do an interview you conducted interviews with uh, not only a former Brownsburg Town Councilman, but uh, a guy who has his own show on a major yes. station in Indianapolis. And um, uh, some of the other things that we that we went over was you learned a little bit about the history of radio, whether you liked it or not, <laughs> and uh, how things work as far as how antennas work. One of the things you have to do is uh, keep up uh, with monthly transmitter readings and things that are available for the FCC should they ever come knocking on our door and do a surprise inspection. All of that stuff has to be kept up, and Cam took care of all of that. And every week, all those little um, those sounds that's uh, the emergency broadcast uh, system doing those uh, tests and warnings and things like that. And Cam's job was to keep up with all of those in a log every time those went out over the air. So it's just some of the things that the intern has to do. Um, some of the things I wish you had gotten to do, but because of your schedule, you didn't get to uh, go to some of the events that we normally would. And we didn't have that many um, live remotes during the week while you were here. So that is one disadvantage to uh, not being a you know Brownsburg or yeah. a more local high school student. But uh, anyway, it was uh, it's been great having you here. Now, uh, if uh, you're going to college now, do you mind saying which one? Oh no, it's uh, Principia. It's in Illinois. And you are going to, like I said, we didn't ruin anything. Uh, no. You're going to stick with mass communications. Uh, if it if it is to get ruined, it'll probably be there. <laughs> <laughs> assuming I don't know if I have an own radio show or anything over there, but I, I'm assuming not. So I don't know. I'll see what I'll see what probably be more learning about like probably like the history and like what does what and how to use the equipment probably. Yeah, how to which be I learned some of that here. Right, but I'll probably I'll probably get more depth into it at yeah the college. Yeah, exactly, and possibly even branch into TV. Yeah, uh, type of uh, how equipment works and. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Although things have changed so much since I learned all of that stuff that now TV is probably not as big a deal. It's all in what you can do online. And uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of kids nowadays don't really watch TV. A lot of bunch of like streaming services like YouTube or Netflix. Yeah, or exactly. Stuff like that. TV's for old people like me. I haven't watched TV since I was like in middle school. Yeah. Well, so you know, it is all you know whatever is online, whatever yeah. you can stream. So. But and, and music is, of course, the radio stations have been like that as well. Of course, you can, uh, and I tried to teach you a little bit about how that works. You know, it's going out over the airwaves as well as streamed. So we we just give you a little sprinkle, if you will, um, on uh, a bit of everything. So uh, you're leaving us now. Soon you'll be going off to college, and we would love to uh, hear from you now and then, you know, pop in, send us a postcard, whatever, and just say, I'm still alive. I don't know if we were to pop in, it'll be like four hours away. But. <laughs> you never can tell. You may just get the urge. Yeah, maybe. Just On the weekend or something. Of course, tell my, tell my soccer coach I'm skipping practice to go down to my old yeah. internship for a bit. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe I can talk him into buying a burger or something. So uh, anyway, well, Cam, we certainly do appreciate uh, the fact that you were here for the internship, and uh, we do uh, wish you lots of luck. I think you. It's been fun. Actress Maggie Peterson, who played Charlene Darling on The Andy Griffith Show, was uh, a guest at Mayberry in the Midwest back when Danville was doing that. And she passed away just uh, within the last month, if I'm not mistaken. I had a chance to do a little interview with her as she was coming to Danville for that event. And in tribute to her, I thought we would review some highlights from the interview I did with her. On the phone with me, I have a brand new guest, and you're going to know who she was right away, I know, because everybody around here is a big fan of the Andy Griffith Show. And I happen to be talking with Miss Maggie Peterson. She played Charlene Darlin on the Andy Griffith Show, as I said. So how's Maggie today? Well, hi. Thank you. I'm very well, thank you. And I'm looking forward to coming to the Midwest. Well, we are looking forward to seeing you. Uh, I, I talked to uh, Rodney Dillard a little earlier today. Uh-huh. And uh, he was talking uh, about all of the fun that they have when they come, when they do the type of festivals with uh, the Mayberry in the Midwest type of setup. Is that something that you do quite a bit? Well, uh, from time to time, it's. Uh, I'm surprised at how long, how long the uh, interest in the show has lasted, but of course it's still being rerun. Mm-hmm. So it has a lot of new fans uh, that didn't see it in the original form. So I guess that's the answer to that. Uh, the, also, the other answer is that it's still a good show. Oh, it's yeah. still fun to watch it. So we have a lot of new fans, and the, and the old ones too. So... Um, <laughs> I love coming to these events because it's wonderful to meet the people that uh, enjoy the show. Yeah. They're kind of a special kind of people, I've found. They're not, uh, you know, they're not uh, wild like the Star Trek people or anything. They're, they're more <laughs> like your own family. So when I meet people that enjoy the show, it's just like coming home, so... You know, and that's kind of how I feel. That's almost exactly what Rodney Dillard said. Uh, he said <laughs> it's just like meeting home folks, and he, he loves just to get out and get one-on-one with them. And he said, I always come away uh, learning something and feeling a little better, you know. So. Oh, that's for sure. That's for, they have wonderful stories to tell you yeah, and, about when, when they were <laughs> watching the show and what it meant to them. And it's very moving to me. I, I really love, love doing this. You know, let's go back a little bit. Now, where did you grow up? Well, I'm from a little town uh, n- uh, north of Denver, Colorado. It's called Greeley, G-R-E-E-L-E-Y, Greeley, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And it's about 50, about 20 miles from the, uh, the mountains. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't actually raised in the mountains. But I was raised by the mountains, and mm-hmm. I had a family, a musical family, that I grew up in. My sister played the piano. My brother played the banjo. And the kids down the block, we had a drummer and a piano player. And my and then I sang. So we had a little group that we put together when I was a kid. So I started singing when I was about 10 years old. Wow, 10 years old. Now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, now, I understand... And you can correct me if I'm wrong. You how did you you got uh, a recording contract with Capitol Records? Is that correct? Well, that's not quite right, but okay. I'll tell you. Um, in that mountain, in the mountains, there's a little town called Estes Park, Colorado. Oh, I've been there. Oh, you've been there. Oh, okay. yeah, gorgeous. 
Oh, yes, it's gorgeous. And there was a big resort there. It was called the Stanley Hotel. Mm-hmm. And Capitol Records happened to have their uh, convention there one year. So they all these New York people and all the actors and so forth flew in from the coasts. And they were all uh, running around the Stanley Hotel. And that's where we had our summer job, my little group. Oh, okay. So we were playing for them and, of course, enjoying their antics. But one day a man came up to me and he said, uh, Kid, if you ever get to New York, look me up. So, <laughs> of course, that's all it took for me to want to get to New York, you know. Mm-hmm. And it happened to be Dick Link. And he was Andy Griffith's manager. Hmm. So when I graduated from high school, I went. I made a beeline for New York City and looked up Dick Link. Mm-hmm. And then he was responsible for for my career and uh, my my being able to audition for the Andy Griffith Show when they did the show. So that's how that all came about. Yeah, I'll tell you what, they didn't know what to do with the character exactly. Oh, yeah? Uh, you know, there's like a farmer's daughter uh, image with a, uh, a more of a Daisy May kind of character with, you know, voluptuous kind of girl mm-hmm. who would be a farmer's daughter. Or they could go with the country girl. Hmm. And they decided to go with a country girl, so that's how I happened to get the role. Ah, okay. So I, I fit in better with the uh, the Dillards, the Darlin brothers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Rodney and the boys. So mm-hmm. it, we just made a wonderful family, and we just uh, blended right away. We just, and Denver Pyle played our father. <laughs> we now, all just, uh, we all just loved each other on first, on saying hello, so it was, it was a wonderful experience so you didn't it, so it was, it was a warm uh, relationship off and on camera oh for sure we just uh, we just loved each other uh, on hello yeah well you know i haven't heard charlene sing in a long time well sing that love song that i like so well oh that makes you cry pa well i'll find it <laughs> will pass like summer storms the winter wind will follow after but there is love and love is warm there is a time for us to wonder when time is young and so are we the woods are greener over yonder the path is new the world is free now you of course on the show sing uh, bluegrass music was that something that you were well accustomed to or did you like other kinds of music instead well it's funny you should ask i i really didn't sing bluegrass i sang more dixieland my with the banjo and the and the drums and piano we sat had a little it was called the jada quartet and i don't know if you're familiar it's an old song jada jada jing 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 it's sort of a, a 20s song So we sang more, uh, more of a, oh, more of a uh, Dixieland feel. So I had not sung uh, bluegrass music before, but I always admired it because it's so, so full of life and mm-hmm. uh, improvising. I mean, it's, it's just so, so terrific. 
so of the people, I've always enjoyed it. So it was a really thrill for me to, to learn to sing a couple of those songs. Now also, uh, I guess during this time, you were also on the Bill Dana show? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. I got a part uh, as his... Uh, in the coffee, he worked at a hotel, and I was the coffee shop waitress, and it was sort of a love interest kind of a show. Mm. The show didn't last very long, but it was it was wonderful. Uh, it was a wonderful experience. He was a great guy and really nice to work with, and I learned learned a lot on that show. So yeah, and you were playing. See, uh, on top of playing Charlene, you also played the role of Doris in A Girl for Goober once. Right, I did. <laughs> yes, I did do that too. And the other, I always had these funny-looking uh, uh, leading men—not funny-looking, but not exactly your George Clooney types. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, on on the Andy Griffith show, my my um, husband's name was Hoke Howell, and he was kind of a hillbilly kind of guy too. <laughs> and then I also played the girlfriend of Eb on from Blue from Green Acres. Yeah. I played opposite uh, <laughs> Eb, the, the hired hand, so that was one of my boyfriends. And then, uh, and then um, uh, Bill Dana was one of my boyfriends, so I've never been cast opposite George Clooney, not yeah. yet. <laughs> and then, let's see, you were on uh, a couple of episodes of The Odd Couple, I think. Oh, yes, uh-huh, yes, I was, so there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, since you're on the subject of uh, love interest on screen, one time, on um, one episode, rather, I should say, Bob Denver played the role of, of Dud, if I'm not well, mistaken. Well, you're right, he did. Uh, there was one time that uh, Hoke had another engagement and couldn't be on the show that week, so they got uh, Bob Denver. It was fun to work with him. I've seen him, you know, since, and we always reminisce about that funny show that <laughs> he, he was on. He got to do a lot of uh, fighting. Stop, stop right where you are. Charlene, you can't go through with this. It's too late, Dudley J. Wash. It's done and done. You gotta take me back, Charlene. Our love can never die. Oh, poo. But I love you, Charlene. I swear, with all my worldly belongings in my heart, I love you true. What about Idell Bushy? What about her? I'll never look at Idell Bushy again. Boy. It was quite a good good little episode. <laughs> now, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, something that I guess surprised me. But that, well, I sh let me rephrase that. I just didn't know about it until I started doing a little research before I called you. And you are have kind of become, what do they call it, a location scout? Oh, yes, I did do that for many years. I was a, I worked behind the scenes yeah. on the movies. There was a man here who was the film commissioner for Nevada, and he came out of the education department, and he knew nothing about movies. So we figured I was an actress, and I must know something about movies. Of course, I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't let him know. So he, he kind of eased me into the role of taking the, our visiting producers and directors around to the various hotels and showing them Las Vegas. So that's how I got into that work. When I was fired, when I hired formally, I was, my first show was um, Casino, and I got to work with Martin Scorsese mm -hmm. and uh, Sharon Stone and Robert De Niro. So it was, it was, I didn't even know how lucky I was, but that was really a great experience. And then from that time, I did a lot of commercials and movies, Mars Attacks I did, and mm -hmm. Pay It Forward, and a lot of, a lot of TV commercials. So that was a, it was nice to be on that side of the camera. Yeah. Very different. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. And then uh, you the 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 uh, Mayberry reunion movies, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I guess also there's been. Um, say like Nashville now. I know you were on the for a Mayberry reunion there. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, what was it like to see everyone all together again like that? Oh, that was really a, that was an emotional time for me. I hadn't seen them for a long time, and it was uh, such a such a tender time in my life that uh, I was brand new to in the business when we made the Andy Griffith Show. So these people were mentors and special people to me. So it was it was quite moving. Yeah. Yes, it was a wonderful experience up there. We made it up in uh, Olivo, uh, Los Olivos, up above uh, uh, Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Well, great. That, I'm looking forward to meeting you, and uh, and she'll be glad to take a picture with you, sign autographs, answer your questions, and whatever else we can cram in there, right? That's right, Jane, and I really <laughs> appreciate you calling. It's been nice talking to you. I can't wait. I'm really excited about coming. But she was great. It was great to meet her, and she will be missed. The late Maggie Peterson, who played Charlene Darling on The Andy Griffith Show. It's going to do it for this episode of Central Indiana Today. Join us the first Wednesday of every month right here on WYRZ. You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host, Shane Ray.